Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back for another episode of the Closed Traffic Podcast. I would give you an episode number, but I have no idea what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm Johnny. Hope y'all have been doing well. With my main man, Mike, over here. I really don't have any jokes this episode for Mike, but Mike, say hello to people, man. You ran out of jokes for me, man. Ran out of jokes, man. The scheduling, man. The scheduling's been bad, man. Scheduling, man. People, yeah, what's bro. going on? Johnny, how you doing, man? Oh, man. How am I doing? It's Ooh. been tough. I know it's been a, yeah, it's it's been been, a rough one. Yeah, yeah, it's been a... Yeah. I, mean, I feel like I should, I should be clocked in, man. Like, I, like I'm supposed <laughs> to be on vacation, and I know, like, that's I've, the crazy I'm more thing. tired than anything else. And, uh, you know, those of you who uh, follow us on the socials know that we were unable to make it to the, um, make it to the expo uh, with, you know, everything going on and all that. So, had some other family stuff to take care of, and... Yeah, we've just been just been hammered, man. Just been hammered. What about yourself, brother? I've been good, man. Uh, work and life has been hectic and crazy, and um, I think I'm probably more frustrated than anyone. Again, I was just talking to you guys. Right down the road, bro. Being right down the road from this damn thing and, and really not being able to attend. But at the end of the day, family and health comes first. So Absolutely. I've been able to consume a lot of it virtually or a good amount of it virtually, and I'm excited to have conversations with folks as they get back and you know kind of shoot the breeze and hear about what folks think uh for the future that is uh, the flight sim community both hardware as well as uh software and Absolutely. uh it's been some great conversations been some great conversations and good reveals for sure oh too cool man too cool well guys i'm not going to hold y'all in suspense because you know we have a guest so <laughs> uh, our guest today uh man has just made they, he's literally made magic happen in um flight sim 2020 you guys know my struggle with it but um you know his product um has made the uh, platform that much more viable uh especially if you're into uh heli so um ladies and gentlemen without further ado um mr uh steve from uh height performance steve say hello to people my friend Hello, everybody. Thank you, Johnny, for that. Uh, you hyped me up, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> High performance. No pun Definitely hyped me up. Yeah, no pun <laughs> Just happy to be here with you guys, man. Too cool. Too Pleasure cool, to have man. You, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, you know, going back to the intro there, man, I just, you know, I... I guess, you know, you can kind of be in aviation, but not, you know, have an appreciation for helicopters. Well, no, helicopters have been kind of, been kind of my thing, you know, for a while, I guess, since I was in the Army, because my, you know, it was aviation unit and aviation in the Army is pretty much all rotary. So I <laughs> uh, had a, uh, had a close relationship with, uh, with helicopters and, you know, I always had kind of had a fascination for them. I never really wanted to fly them, but, you know, in real world, but you know, I definitely had an appreciation for him, and you know, I was, you know, it was kind of, I was kind of curious because I was at one point, you know, we kind of heard when 2020 was about to drop, um, you know, that there were going to be helicopters in the sim, which we all know. I mean, it's 2020 is a VFR machine. I'm sure we can all agree. And um, <laughs> you know, it's like, why are there no helicopters? And you know, I, I was browsing the interwebs, and I, I you know, I ran over your. <laughs> run across your website and i'm just like oh my word what has this man done in this platform and made it so much more enjoyable for us man but uh what kind of what gave you the you know just i guess you know hey i'm gonna design a helicopter for you know 2020 yeah man so it's a (laughs) 
It's a long story, but I'll try to give you the brief one that does me sure. to death. Um, so, my first love when FS twenty twenty came out was actually the Icon A five. Um, being from, sing it, <laughs> yeah, man. Being from Tampa, we have you know over. I don't know if you know our you know our airfields and everything, but. Um, mm-hmm. One of our executive airfields over here, they actually have an icon kind of training base and everything. So I've always been really, yeah, I've always been obsessed with them, man, because they're they're like cars in the sky. Even when you For fly sure. in MFS, you're like, man, this looks like a car interior, mm-hmm. you know. So I fell in love with that. But the thing about it is, it's so slow. <laughs> like I think it's like, I think the cruise speed was like 90 or something like that. So I was like, man, 85. You know, <laughs> so yeah, so something is so slow, man. Um, so what I did was, you know, I started on a performance edition. You know, there's a real life performance upgrade for the Icon, really? which, yeah, they turbocharge the engine, you know, do some stuff to the airframe mm-hmm. and all that. So that was the first project I did for MFS. Mm-hmm. And through that, another guy on the forums, actually, uh, Dave Amento, who's our lead developer, mm-hmm. he got in touch with me. and was like, hey, let's let's do even more with this. You know, let's upgrade the avionics because the, the actual 2021 Icon has a lot more over what the representation in MFS is currently. Mm-hmm. So we did that. And then after that, we were like, all right, what's next? And, you know, we just kind of start poking around, looking at the wish list. And we saw that they're saying helicopters aren't coming out for another two years, you know? That's what it was. And we were like, man, we think we could do this sooner. We think we can. Like Dave, you know, my um, counterpart, the lead developer, mm-hmm. he's a programming genius, you know? So we got with him. We found another guy who does a little modeling work. And from there, you know, we did the the freeware H135, which yep. for us, like, I don't know how closely you guys followed that, but it was really... Like, yes, we developed it, but it was a community project because sure. we were putting out two to three updates a day. Like, hey, you guys, go crazy with this. Tell us what you like. Tell us wow. what you hate. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just kept reiterating, refining it. And then once that project kind of got towards the end, we said, all right, everybody's asking us to do. They want us to take it to the next level. They want us to do something payware level with the modeling and all that. So we, you know, we condensed the team down to just really experts in the field. And mm-hmm. that's where the H145 came from. And I mean, it's. Wow. We've been blessed with our success, but honestly, the biggest thing, like I was telling Mike, you know, before you jumped on, like, we're simmers first. So, like, for us, it's just been cool mm-hmm. to, to make your own toy, man. Like, this is, and like you said, Johnny, the engine is begging for something to let you go actually down to that level and really soak right. in the airports and soak in the scenery and everything. And helicopters really are the only way. So, I think, um, for sure. Yeah. So, people are loving it. We're loving it. And, you know, I, there's more on the way, not just from our team, from other people, too. So, Wow. Shut me up. Holy cow, man. That's too cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you like you brought up the icon. I know me and Mike, man, we have a real um <laughs> real intimate relationship oh, with the my icon. God. Man, it was like what half a day, Mike. Bro, half like, a day. Steve no the sim came out. Uh oh, hell, I think Jai and I took off of work, I think. The, the <laughs> couple of days when Straight that came out. Man. Straight called in, man. Straight called in. The day after the sim came out johnny and i spent six i think like five hours in the icon a5 oh, just touring the country like at every, 85 every, at 85 freaking that's why it took five hours <laughs> we were in i mean we were down by the keys we were down yeah. over in miami we took ourselves up to um uh, vancouver the seattle area the, uh, the entire pacific northwest yeah. We were just having a blast because we've never seen anything like that. No. Like no. this. 
in a flight simulator before like forget the fact that it was like 85 knots and it wasn't really true to spec in terms of like you know you just mentioned the avionics and some of the other things it got in the air it flew we were able to, <laughs> to land it on land we were able to yeah. land it on sea yep. and that's all that mattered to us because we were so in awe around the landscape and just like you mentioned the engine behind the sim itself that we we're able to see freaking birds and the ocean moving with the wind and oh, oh my gosh man we i didn't even realize the time you know flew fi- flew by so quickly um because of how involved you were with it so for now i didn't even know this i'm looking at it now i didn't know you guys made a uh, uh, uh an addition here um that included the upgrade that is available like you said in real life as well so i, I definitely you might. Have to that. did you you know yeah, i'll listen to you anyways I, <laughs> I definitely have to go and check this thing out man so that that's pretty cool and then you know like you mentioned taking it to the next level to actually go really low and slow in that uh you know 135 and then the 145 to come so that's exciting man it's uh this really sim is. just leaves you know developers with the ability to do so many things i think it's going to be so exciting i was talking with steve earlier before we hit the actual record button <laughs> about you know the sim and we were mentioning that not a lot of people have come over yet you know or they did initially but got frustrated and went back to their core sims i think they just need to give it some time uh, i give don't think time. any of these other simulators were where they were today or where they are today within the first year of launch like let's be honest it takes folks like steve and high performance and other folks in the community to really you know come together and make a simulator something that is uh, profound and uh, include things and start to create uh, things like airplanes and scenery uh, for folks to really truly enjoy nothing is ever great out of the box you know no. especially in our in our genre and our hobby of flight simulation so we got to be honest with ourselves but man this is great this is this is great stuff great stuff steve what's uh so obviously you know you mentioned that was your first project the icon taking a step back a little bit like where did you acquire those skills to develop and create you know like you do you know to today it was like something you went to school for that's something you just did on the side like how did you get involved with that yeah so i let me be fort rife i am not a developer i am a like i run a, a man with a machine. Team. yeah i i'm more a vision a visionary if you would i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh johnny put me out there with that one oh, yeah. no i mean i've always been a modern tinkerer like i know xml i know some basic c stuff okay. but um like Really, really, like I said, for this, it was more tinkering. Like the flight sim world has always kind of been a modders playground. Like, you know, there's always, yeah, there's always been people who take it to the professional payware level and do all that kind of stuff. But there's always also been people like me who kind of just, hey, let me dig underneath this and see what I can tinker with and just make this better. And so, um, I mean, I've done that. There's other titles that I've worked in before. Like, I don't know if any of you guys are into space sims, but like um, Elite Dangerous or something. Oh, Dangerous? Yes. Yeah, so Star, Star Citizen. <laughs> I won't talk about that story. I, I love them both, man, but man, you bring up Star Citizen. I know, man. I had to. I had Your to. comment section is going to be lit up, you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, for me, like I said, um, I started with the Tinkerin and then I got Dave to come in. And Dave's who really, you know, uh, combining kind of like, combining more of my, I don't even know what the right way to say it is. Like, we, he compliments me in a lot of ways you know like where i fall short on some of like the technical Mm know-how but i could at least say hey you know this is what i'm seeing like one thing that a lot of people don't know like 
I own probably every single payware aircraft that's been released. I think there's like one or two that I've skipped out on just because wow. I was like, wow. But it, for me, it was like I, I had to because I had to, you know, like me and Mike were saying before we hit record here, I have <laughs> to know, I have to know what else is going on from other sure. developers because there's yep. stuff that there's little unique things that people do, you know, mm -hmm. like one developer does something special here. Another one does this and mm -hmm. just knowing what else is out there and what's capable is what kind of helps us say, okay, well, yeah, I want to do that too. Or mm -hmm. we could do this a little better or, Hey, let's make sure we don't make that same mistake. So I, I help out a lot more on kind of, like you said, the project management visionary side of it. And then Dave's more of the execution side. Um, I probably haven't put a line of code in since the H135, like in that project, I was a lot more hands-on, but now mm -hmm. with, you know, with the user base we have, I spend most of my time honestly doing support things, doing things like this, you know, help, you know, being in the community, talking with other people, but it, it works out really well, man. I, I really enjoy what we do right now. I do. That's too cool, man. That's too yeah. cool. So as, as far as, you know, you mentioned support as well. So how easy, you know, let's say if, you know, um, for those of us who aren't super familiar with um, you know, just picking up a helicopter and going, you know, like our, some of our friends here, you know, yeah, there we go. Keep taking like, shots, man. Go ahead. Keep taking shots. <laughs> well, the jokes are coming back, man. It's, 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 but, oh, that's uh, <laughs> But, you know, um, how easy would the 145 be for those of us who aren't super familiar with um, rotary aircraft to just dive in there and, and run with? Incredibly easy. So, one of the things that we like about the Airbus, and that's why we picked the H135 first, and then why we said, okay, let's go to the big brother, obviously the H145, is that mm -hmm. even in real life, like, yeah, it takes skill. Yeah, you've still got to go through your 40 to 60 hours of, you know, flight time before you can get certified and everything like that. But mm -hmm. honestly, there's $7 million helicopters. So there's so much tech Over in there. The to, yeah, like there's so much stability tech, autopilot tech, all types of just checks and balances that really it makes it super easy to fly. Like once you get it up in the air, it's more mm -hmm. of just don't crash it. You know, like wow. it's the big sounds like a typical Airbus. <laughs> yeah. It's an Airbus, right? <laughs> yeah. So like they, they're definitely, and you know, a lot of people, they lean towards Boeing. Boeing, obviously, you know, love them too. I, I actually, I'm a Boeing bro when it comes to airliners, but when I think oh, of helicopters, I do like my Airbuses. But, um, but yeah, man, they, so we replicate so much of that stability tech, like people that fly sometimes oh. and they'll be, they'll complain. They'll be like, man, this is too, this is too easy. Wait this to is see. a real helicopter. And we're like, if you turn, there's actually the stability buzz. If you turn all those off, you can start seeing it go crazy. Like what you expect from like a, wow. you know, like a uh, 1980s or 70s, right. you know, Huey and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, they're not, they're not meant for that. They want the pilots especially because they're utilitarian, you know, like it's mm -hmm. used for medicine and yep. all that. Like those guys have a hundred other things to be worried about. They can't yeah. also be worried about, you know, things like the torque and all that. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, um, we haven't decided what our next thing would be. I, I would like to do something a little more complicated for people to fly, but for what we're seeing people, what they do with this though, is they say, okay, like, it's not necessarily a challenge to fly, but it's a challenge to fly with like precision. Maybe like, right, I want right. to, I want to perfect the way I land. Like I want to be able to land on a dime. And that's what mm -hmm. we see a lot of people do. Like they, they get the basics of, okay, take off, you know, cruise mm -hmm. and all that. But they're like, let me focus on the actual precision landings and stuff. Right. So, right. right. Yeah. And, you, and then also, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. And, um, Steve, but I was noticing as well. There's a lot more, um, helipads that are being put out in flight sim.2 yeah that's why we all know that <laughs> we all, oh, yeah. why that 135 yeah. man like yeah he brought up a really good point when saying like hey when they announced 
helicopters were like two years down the road on the roadmap. Everyone was like, oh. Uh, yeah. I, to me, again, no offense. It didn't bother me because I'm not a helicopter <laughs> guy. I was just like, yeah. what do you need the helicopters for, man? That's plenty yeah. of other things to fly. <laughs> and then this 135 came out, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is what we've been missing. This is why everyone was That's so legit. upset that yep. it was going to take two years to get something like this. So it, it, it is legit, man. It's fun. I, I enjoy watching people fly it more than I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> getting into it uh the, yeah. to see the, the things that folks do i live here in southern california right so i see fires all everywhere, the time yeah. oh, yeah. everywhere especially during this time of year um so you know i see folks you know kind of mimicking that and and putting out fires in the sim and it's it's cool man it's really it's it's cool stuff it's cool stuff oh, yeah. it's legit yeah that was um you brought up a good point there the h135 and like flight sim.to like love those guys like they definitely mm-hmm. Definitely a great platform. Oh, I sure. owe a lot of our success to them and being able to host us with the freeware when we first started out. And but that was really our thing, man. Like I said, like we wanted to get something freeware out so people could at least have something in the meantime. Like I don't know if right. we even thought in the back of our minds that we'd move on to being a payware developer at some point. But mm. like the community has embraced it so much. Like I think there's, I think you're looking at it now. What is it like 250 plus helipad uploads or something like mm-hmm. that? So yeah. Yeah, and like that that was the coolest thing, like in the early days of when we started our Discord server, like seeing all these other people kind of come up like, Oh, I made my first livery ever because of you guys or hey, I did my first helipad ever because uh, of you guys. So like, cool. Yeah, it's just like like I said, man, like I'm a simmer first and like I love the community. I just I love all that interaction. Like it's cool to have something that we built ourselves and right. build it with other people, you know. But, Holy smoke. Takes yeah, that's the community, man. That mission stuff is cool though. I think you're talking about Neofly probably with the uh, yeah. wildfire. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, man, that's a that's another guy, man, who's been like super supportive. Like when we did the H135, he was there probably like day two of like, hey, what do you guys need from me on our side? And we're just like just support wow. us, man. You wow, and support. He's yeah, and he's done. I mean, obviously you got the Grumman and other stuff for sure. the fire, right? Fire, but but a lot of people are still using the helicopters because, like you said, Mike, they are. People, yeah, in real life, they it's a real life uh, you know thing that happens. Oh yeah, yep. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm in no way, you know, I, I don't want to get misconstrued. I'm nowhere sh- in no shape or form, you know, um, like experienced at all <laughs> and, yeah, so and cool. operating helicopters, man. But it's just, it's so much fun to get in there. I'm telling you, that is really where that sim shines. There's a lot of things about 2020 aggravate me. I'm sure you've listened to some of my, uh, our past shows. You've heard us discuss it. However, when when you when you strip away the you know the instrument flight and all that, and you get down to just the meat and potatoes of just VFR operations, yeah. between that freaking icon and the 135, 145, I mean that's like it's a it's it's just it looks like it's a freaking time machine. It is literally a time machine. You look up. Yeah, I'm telling you, a day's gone, and your wife's ticked. Oh yeah, you know. So, <laughs> shout out to you, Steve, for thank you. <laughs> uh, that for sure. Shout out to but, uh, Sobo, man. They, exactly. they made the platform. Those guys. <laughs> exactly. So, speaking of a Sobo, um, fundamentally, as far as you know, the back end. I know you're not too much into the, you know, the the um the innards of you know the um, helicopters operation or whatnot but um have you heard or you know does it seem to be a little easier to develop uh in in it with um 2020 than other platforms or oh so man it's it's a unique set of problems and mm-hmm. i won't even say problems challenges i, I hate sure. 
I don't know, I'll use the word problems and we're trying to say <laughs> challenges, opportunities, you know. Opportunities, there you go. But, um, I love that word at work. <laughs> so the, the thing is, like, with FSX, and you'll see this with some of the developers who've put out payware now, like, where they've got, like, it's like, yeah, this is, this is just as good as it was in FSX. But the thing is, there's so much more that you can do in Flight Sim. Like, now you've got the wind interaction and the weather systems in. Mm -hmm. So it's more complicated to develop in because mm -hmm. there's more complexity allowed. Whereas, like, mm -hmm. so that's the, the big thing. Um, it's just that there's there's so much more complexity that you could pull out of Flight Sim 2020. Like, there's a lot of stuff right. that, you know, like, one of the things we have in H145 is this multi-layer map, which they didn't have in any sim prior, you know, with being able to have weather, traffic, and navigation all at the same time, people are like, whoa, that's crazy, you know? Right. And there's, there's another payword dev out there that said, that's not even possible. And I was like, but ours is doing it right now, you know? So there, <laughs> it, there's a, um, there's a learning curve to it. And when I say that, I don't, I don't mean to rag sure. on anyone. It's just that, you know, you get that old thing, you know, it's hard to treat or hard to teach an old dog. Old dog new tricks. Yeah. Yep. So we had the benefit of that. The only product that we ever developed for was MFS 2020. So we had right. learned how to develop within this framework, whereas some other people, because they were veterans, you know, there's some people who've been doing this for 20, 20 plus years. Year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for them, they're like, I'm not going to change up my whole development flow mm -hmm. for this new thing. When I could easily just, I don't want to say copy and paste, but it's pretty, sure. you know, there's obviously assets and stuff that have to be updated, but a lot of those right. same old FSX flight files and, you know, the CFGs, mm -hmm. you can pull those right in and it still works, you know, so. Hmm. So that's where it is. I think it's more like there's more that can be taken advantage of, and it, more it's going to take time. Box. Yeah, so I, I hope it does improve, man, because there's a... I th honestly, I, I love most of the stuff that I own. There's somewhere I'm like, man, I wish this was better. But for the most part, mm -hmm. I like a lot of the stuff I own. And the default aircraft are pretty good. I mean, yeah, pretty deep like I've heard you guys aircraft. talk on, um, you know, in prior episodes, like most of your complaints have been like lack of the failure systems and some of the, the avionics that you know, mm -hmm. like this doesn't look anything like what the avionics are supposed to look like, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I really do hope over time that that stuff gets improved, man. Like It'll get there. It'll yeah, get it, there. It's just going to take a, a little time, and this isn't a short game. I know um, it's the the best thing about it. I don't know how big of gamers you guys are outside mm -hmm. of this, but, like, when you just look at what Microsoft is doing overall, like, as a company, like, they are oh, so... Buying up companies yeah. left and right, Bethesda, you name it, they bought it, you know? Yeah, they're, they're focused on the platform and engagement. You know, that's why this is on Game Pass for free. They don't care about the money. They care about right. the engagement. Like, they want to be mm -hmm. the Netflix of gaming. Like, let's yeah. have 100 million people playing, and... Microsoft Flight Simulator, I mean, they, I think the last number that they announced officially was like 2 million um, wow. people have been playing. So you think something oh. like that, there's there's never been a flight sim that out. No. No. <laughs> um, no. Me and Mike were talking earlier about X-Plane. And like, mm -hmm. I, out of curiosity, I pulled them up on the Steam charts and their max player count for Steam was like 4,000 players. <laughs> And, wow! Wow! And I, I'm sure they have a launcher. Else, I wasn't an X-Plane guy. I was always the FXX guy. But I'm sure they mm -hmm. have a launcher. But still, 4,000 concurrent players was like their highest peak number. And I highest think peak number. Microsoft wow. is probably like a hundred and something thousand. Then you you add on the Microsoft Store version, the Xbox mm -hmm. version, like the Xbox yep. version. They're sitting pretty, man. I mean, um, I don't know if you guys saw the Gamescom stuff. Like they were front oh, and center yeah. Gamescom. You know, so yeah. they, they are definitely a big deal internally over there. So this oh for sure they're not dying overnight like a Google project <laughs> you know they're gonna be no. they're gonna be around for a while. So I keep telling folks, man, it's it's hard to you know exhibit patience, but they aren't going anywhere. Give it time. Like mm -hmm. I said, folks in the community, all the developers, uh, heck yourself can get involved and you know add things and tweak things and configure things to your liking. 
um, but it'll it'll definitely get there. And a lot of folks like to kind of pin the Sims against one another and pin all the time. developers against one another. And I think it's so frustrating. There's no issues with me for, you know, if someone wants to compare products, that's fine. But all I ask mm. is that you compare it, you know, in a in a way that's like meaningful. And, mm-hmm. you know, far be it for me to tell somebody what's meaningful, but still, like, just have common sense around it. Like, folks come into the, I've heard folks say, why do we need another Airbus? Sorry, I won't bring up any names around what vendors we're talking about or developers or who said what, but why would you need another Airbus? To me, it's like, why not? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. when you can have as many developers as possible, as, as many aircrafts as possible, as many content as, follow, as, as possible, as many options as possible, mm-hmm. it can only be good for the community. And yeah. I think they should embrace that. I think they should welcome that. I don't think they should be pitting folks against each other. It's like, let's grow together. When you think about, you know, this flight sim community at large compared to other gaming and, and other communities out there other simulating communities out there we're not that big yeah. like we we really are compared to the folks out there playing call of duty or halo or some of those other things so we've got to quote unquote look out for our own and find ways to grow and find ways to get more folks involved and mm-hmm. fs 2020 has allowed for our community kind of to kind of branch forth and be able to 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 bring more folks in so I think we should continue to embrace that and look forward to what's coming. Absolutely. I know a lot of folks gave uh, the Xbox version a lot of a lot of grief, man, when it first dropped. But I'm going to tell you, you know, if dropping it for a console brings in, you know, however many, you know, new, you know, um, new young gamers to uh, not only the genre, but to, you know, aviation as a whole. Hey, mm-hmm. let's do it. Like, why not? And I'm not going to lie. I played the Xbox version. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's beautiful, you know, on a console. Now, granted, Lord help you with the controller. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, what? There was a release today, which we'll, which we'll pivot into that shortly, um, on the Expo that they were dropping some peripherals for you know the series x you know which you know um i think uh, honeycomb was one of them i did catch that part and um they yeah, completely redesigned calling. the yoke i just bought but anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> you know don't but, go there uh, johnny don't go there yeah uh, i'm trying man <laughs> but but yeah i mean you know i think um you know i think it's an awesome opportunity to bring um you know to bring new ideas and uh new minds to the hobby so you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander i suppose but um expo let's just go ahead and just dive into that because this <laughs> yeah i'm just I'm, I'm feeling that way right now uh, <laughs> so um what uh there were some uh several big um announcements today guys quite a, quite a few man quite, quite a few. few um my favorite is thrustmaster's uh boeing yoke pack man what do y'all think honest. about that one i think it looks legit i think there were a lot of folks that were you know not too fond of it again like me being virtual and trying to communicate in real time with other folks heck i was texting you johnny and and charlie and some other folks and then mm-hmm. you know just talking about what we're seeing in real time um i think it's cool i'm not too fond of the uh the, maybe i just need to get my hands on it but the throttle mm-hmm. quadrant per se 
but the yoke i mean just the the axes and 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 the movement of you know mm-hmm. what it has i think it's legit in fact i think it resembles more of a, uh, a dreamliner yeah it's a yeah. it's a dreamliner yoke for sure um, really and you know how fond of the dreamliner i am so i, yeah, I, I no. think it's really cool for an airbus guy what i want to see however is what the price point is going to be <laughs> oh man Thrustmaster, you know you're gonna pay a grip. i'm just going to tell you man just go go ahead and pull out the credit card man you know you know what the what the um what's the doodle the uh warhawk cost yeah that's, oh, that's a, right dude. a few hundred right <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah it was like four or five hundred yeah. See the the Airbus Thrustmaster thing is only one eighty nine, but this like I just looked at them side by side and like this, it looks like a like two to three times more expensive just the quality. Oh yeah, of it. it does. Oh, the yeah. build quality looks amazing. 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 Those that... you guys, I'm a Boeing bro, so this is <laughs> this, this is on the wish list, man. <laughs> I'm an Airbus guy, and I'm gonna get this. Yeah, this <laughs> like, is definitely. That's definitely how legit this list. thing is. Yeah, I looked at the throttles, man. The throttle looked. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, y'all. I really don't. I feel it's huge. It's one yeah, thing. Yeah, now that I, I, I kind of <laughs> you know zoomed in here a little bit, I'm looking at some after pictures. Some folks were posting videos as well. It kind of does look a little bit legit uh, in terms mm-hmm. of the, the build quality. I thought it was uh, initially. I thought it was undersized. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt kind of undersized to me, especially in comparison to the yoke. But it looks legit. I guess we'll see. We'll see. And I'm sure this isn't the final state, right? They're probably going to tweak things here or there before it actually yeah. releases, or maybe not. We'll see. But it's I could get, get with this. November 9th, I think they said, oh, was the see. announcement during the uh, yeah. the show. Hmm. Yeah, definitely a few hundred. Got to be. You thinking yeah. so? Yeah. I, it's, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to be three plus, maybe four plus. Yeah, Thrustmaster, they're they're proud of their gear, man. They're they're definitely proud of their gear, and rightfully so. It looked it looked be- I know the yoke looked beautiful, and you know I don't think I've seen one yet unless um, there's this uh, thing. I don't know if you guys remember them PFC from back in the day. They had this Saab yoke that was literally like a yoke, like no. they took one out of the Saab. Well, anyway, oh wow, they, it was literally like the um, it was a pedestal that mounted or mounted or sat on the floor. And then from there, it had the shaft coming up that actually came up to the yoke. So it was a full-sized. Oh, wow. It didn't clamp to the desk at all. But, I mean, you're looking at it. like, that was huge. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it's like a grand or something like that. Wow. Jeez. But, um, you know, I, I haven't seen any anyone really take. Most of them are connected to like a, um, you know, it's going to the shaft with the little, um, yeah. you know, with some sort of mechanism in there or whatever. Never, never anything of that style. So it's. You know, I, I I can't see them really skimping on that as far as build quality. So it's definitely going to be definitely going to be a few hundred. I, I like to say it again. I don't, I don't know how I feel feel too much about the uh, throttles though. But I'm, I'm sure they're equally. Yeah, I've, I've got to see. I, you know, I've seen folks moving them around throughout the day and whatnot, getting their hands on it. Um, but you know, I've got to see it for myself for sure. But that yoke, that yoke looks legit. I can tell you what, it's going to be a lot of uh, negative 1,000 plus landings uh, with that <laughs> <initial>. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, because it's going to take a little bit to get used to. So, <laughs> folks better be aware. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, what else? 
yeah. hold of. Because the thing that I love about that is it just shows like the commitment from that. Because they could have left it at the Airbus thing and been done with it, but been done. With mm-hmm. it. But it shows like the the market is just there. Because yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like the that's more so we cool. keep, with the more we keep, you know, encouraging these folks to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than pitting folks against one another, the better it is for the community. We're just gonna have tons of options out there. Like yeah. it's gonna be legit. We got the quality wings. 70, uh, 787 series supposed to come out, you know, Coming. next year. Yeah, like, imagine flying that thing in FS 2020 with, with that, that yoke. Oh my goodness! Yeah, my family won't see me for a while. Like, that's, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's legit, man. Back that's on legit. the payroll, man. Telling <laughs> you, Johnny's gonna put his boots back on. <laughs> man, I had to put my boots back on, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, but just it's just just seeing that. I think that's kind of what. What had me film some type of way? Because again, guys, we we really uh, did you did you have plans on going, Steve? Uh, no, not this year. Like um, you know, the team over there they reached out to us, but we just we didn't have it in the budget. Yeah, new company to. And I even thought about going out personally, but the way man, I've been traveling for work so much, I haven't really had any time for any right. personal travel. Yeah, I hear that, man. I hear that. Yeah, we just kind of we just kind of set to the side and you know covered it virtually, but. Man, just looking, this is really why I wanted to see that. I wanted yeah. to see the engagement from other companies because we all know Thrustmaster's portfolio is ginormous. So yeah. this isn't their only avenue. And to see them taking resources out to devote to flight sim is just really cool. Right. But my question is, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> Are we going to be able to get any of these things? Because we all know that <sighs> it's been it's been a thing with getting electronics here over the past. I don't know, like a couple years. Year. <laughs> <laughs> going on two years, man. Yeah, the chip yeah. shortage and all that's going on. That's a yeah. good point. It's for the holiday. Like they said, November 9th is when it's going to release, or is that when they're going to announce pricing? I can't remember what they said. They said uh, the 9th is the full reveal. Okay. So Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. But I'm, I'm thinking they want to get this out before. Like they gotta get it out for the holidays. Yeah, they got to. So maybe they do a little. Hey, coming out two weeks. Yeah. Sit on our website, hitting F, F five all day. (laughs) Hitting the heck out of it like it's a PS five or something. (laughs) Oh my gosh. People will though, man. Like it took me. I remember um, when FS twenty twenty came out. So what? That came out August last year. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I ordered my um, hotel set up in April, and I didn't get it in until, like, July something. So Ooh, Wow. Was a, wow. And I went through, was um, anticipating that thing. Yeah, I went to my pilot shop or something like yeah. that. Yeah, my, my pilot, pilot shop, shop yep. Yeah. yeah, and I, I like them. I, I like their style. I was like, hey. They're legit. You yeah. order. It ain't in stock, but you will be in line at the time you You'll order versus me having yeah. to wake up early one day and like i just said hitting the refresh game you know so as long as it's something like that i'm okay i just i can't do any of these midnight launches man i can't do them either stuff yeah those were the days though man i remember remember them xbox 360 man right in front of gamestop in uh, allen new york man those were the days those were the days man man. you were brave man it was cold (laughs) i know i know it'd be like november like for uh, either a halo release or a grand theft auto release or a 2k release I used to work at the supermarket and GameStop was right across the street. We oh, walked there man. midnight, just uh, you know, just camp, just wait, man. man, just camp and yeah. wait. It was good times. Good times. Yeah, man. That's, man. I don't think I'd make it, man. Everybody walked around me because I'd be on the concrete asleep. <laughs> Couldn't do it, man. It's not in my sleep budget. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. 
What else did they? Uh, there was a uh, turtle, uh, turtle beach. Uh, their velocity yeah. one. I think they talked about that. Was there any conversation on that one? I think. Yeah, it looked a little. It looked okay. <laughs> Just okay. I mean, it, yeah, it looked, it looked all right, good, man. Dude. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I ain't gonna lie, Honeycomb really kind of stole it for me because not only did they drop some uh, drop some hardware, but they were like, "Boom, here's a chair for you that you may or may not get." But uh, <laughs> Johnny's still getting it. To love, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, Honeycomb no has low. I like everything in front of me in oh Honeycomb no, so I, I can do that. Oh, it's, I can it's do that. true. It just took me two years to get it all. <laughs> Brand allegiance there. Nothing wrong with it, man. You know. <laughs> oh, that, I actually like that Turtle Beach. It ain't for me, but like we were saying earlier, yeah. yeah. Like there, there's levels to this, man. So for the Xbox sure. folks, like for them to yep. get something that's Perfect. easily accessible, good for them. You Perfect. know, maybe. Yep. Like the way I look at this stuff is, I hope that people kind of mature from okay. Like if they come in at the Xbox level, next thing you know they're buying a PC, and then maybe next yep. thing you know they're out there actually going on their first Discovery flight in real life. You know. Yep. So. Yep. Absolutely, man. Like I said, you know, I mean, whatever, you know. Uh, to your point, Steve, I mean, whatever it takes to get him in, because I know, like, that Turtle Beach setup, you know, because my son, he has it, he has this uh, Series X on a little desk, that'd be perfect, you know, just throw it up there on the desk, and boom, you know, off to the races, you know, so, I mean, hey, you know, Turtle Beach is in the game, that's, you know, that's, that's awesome, it's just, you know, from Johnny's, you know, from his little personal opinion for what it's worth, you know, I was like, yeah, that's cool, but, you know, um, I don't know, like I said, I was looking at, I really looking at Honeycomb's, um, their, uh, well, you know, they, of course, they redesigned the uh, Alpha, but they also released the, uh, looks like a Hotas setup as well. Yeah. Looks all right. That looks pretty slick. I'm still trying to get my hands on the damn throttle quadrant. I got the, uh... one comment to say really quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Steve. That Velocity 1 is $379. <clears throat> is it really? According to FS Elite, yeah, man. Woof. Woof. Oh, man. Jeez. Is that for the yoke, throttle, and uh, trim wheel? Yeah, I guess for the whole set of that's a That's pretty expensive, man. Yeah, that's pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. wow. Hopefully the build quality is there. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, if they've got Thrustmaster type build quality, or at least close to it, or honeycomb type build quality, I don't think that's bad for a whole set. I mean, for the yoke, throttle and trim wheel but fam look at it like this man let's say you're a parent <laughs> let's say you're a parent trying to buy your buy your kids something he's mad yeah. he's like you know mom dad i want this from a series x you're yeah. telling me that um <laughs> i'm sorry all right when you I put just, it like that when you put it like that i think in the context of the xbox that's like it's damn near the price yeah. of the xbox i guess my thing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's only that like i think um like as regular PC hardware, like if that's right. what they announced for that Boeing sure. thing, I wouldn't even question it. But I'm right. just looking at this, I'm like, oh, this is Xbox peripheral, and they want 400 bucks mm-hmm. for it. Jeez. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good mm-hmm. point. And actually, oh. now that I zoom in, it don't look like the same type of quality. <laughs> now, now she looked at it with a good eye. <laughs> with a good eye. <laughs> oh man! Wow. That's, hey. I, think, I still think it's gonna be better than anything we've had for oh, real life for yeah. Xbox though. Oh yeah, definitely for, for flight sure. sim for sure. For sure. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of pricey when you put it all together. Yeah. You know, maybe so, catching on sale or something. <laughs> <laughs> what did you? Uh, here we go. 
you now I have to bring this one up. Go, go ahead and bring it up, Mike. Go ahead and bring it what up. What did you guys think about the X Plane 12 reveal? I'm going to let y'all have a floor on that one. I'm going to. Oh, <laughs> so that means me, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you're an honorary guest, man. Steve, you gotta jump in first. <laughs> so, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I never, I've never even loaded up X Plane Eleven. Like I was oh, happy wow. enough with FXX that I was like, eh, it ain't yeah. for me. Like right. I never, I don't say I never understood the appeal of it. It was just I had sure. so much fun with FSX with the, because yep. you know I got in pretty early, but man. Right after the Steam Edition came out, you know, we were having mm. fun with the ATC, doing air traffic oh, yeah. stuff and all oh, that. Yeah. So, right. Like, that was a perfect experience. Like, the fidelity wasn't there. And I always figured, like, to me, when I looked at X-Plane, that was all X-Plane was offering. was like, oh, look, there's higher graphics and maybe some of the aircraft have a little bit more complexity in the systems. But mm-hmm. now, when I look at... It's inevitable that people are going to compare FS20 to oh, X-Plane yeah. 12, you know? They, they, did, it, they sure. did it all day. All yeah. day. Nope. And... They have they have different they have different uh, development train of thoughts. Like the team mm-hmm. behind F, um, X Plane Twelve, they've already said like we're not going to do the satellite data. We're gonna we're gonna do a couple of areas that are really important, and everything else is going to continue to be like computer generated, whatever. Right. So you're not going to go to X Plane Twelve <laughs> for visuals. I'm, nope. I'm not saying it. The only thing else <laughs> you would go over there for is the complexity of the systems, which like we've been saying all episode. Eventually, FS Twenty is going to catch up get. to that. Yep. And surpass that. And especially when you look at the market, if there's only 4,000 people playing X-Plane 11 at their peak of all time on Steam, and MFS is doing 150,000 people a day or whatever it is just on Steam, mm-hmm. not even counting Xbox and Microsoft Store, mm-hmm. like the developers are going to come to MFS 20, you know, so eventually there's not going to be any content over there in X-Plane 12. And mm-hmm. I, one thing I thought was weird, and again, for the people that love X-Plane, good for you guys i'm not knocking oh, yeah, on you whatever sure. like sure, that's boy. fine but i found it weird that like what they said their flagship plane was going to be the the tomahawk i'm like why as a military aircraft like why yeah. would that be your flagship <laughs> aircraft that makes no sense to me but, like dcs world is incredible like they right. don't they're not up there on the visual partners when it comes to the environment but everything else they do is absolutely blows mfs out the world when it comes to complexity of the systems and all that mm-hmm. you know so if you want a military aircraft experience that's what you go to that's and, that's, and it's a free-to-play title too you know you get in you can get a couple of the free military stuff and say hey you know what i'm going to be the expert on an f-15 i put my 70 bucks down and you've got a study level aircraft that you can spend the next five years mastering you know boom and it won't so, take that long yeah so i don't i just don't when i see this as I get that they have to do something. They can't just roll over and say, all right, we're done, guys. But I, I just don't know what, what mark is going to be left for them, to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't know who they're catering to. It ain't me, unfortunately. Nope, nope exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and slide in here because it's been, it's been <laughs> I've seen the Tomcat, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I'm just going to be honest with you. If you just watch, don't even, you don't even have to buy... Um, I think there's like heat blur, yeah, heat blurs F14. Just watch some YouTube video, and you won't even think about X Plane's Tomcat. You just won't. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. And you know, it's you know, and uh, to your point, Steve, they've always had that train of thought all the way from X Plane 9, yep. 10, 11, and now 12. We're going to make some. You know, a couple of big changes and everything else. You know, it's however you feel about it. It's however you feel about it. But the problem you run into is, is at some point, 
the competition is going to catch up and then exceed, you know, the the level, you know, the the level that you set yourself at. And, you know, back in the day, you just had FXX, you know, Microsoft had kind of put it to the side a little bit. So, you know, let's just be honest, the money wasn't there. Yeah. But now, you know, what, two million, you know, and that, you know, we're looking at as far as the numbers for um, yeah. 2020. I mean, hey, I mean, if I'm a developer and, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I mean, we all, I'm sure developers come in from, you know, for different reasons. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you make a few coins out of it, you know, hey, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go to 2020. And, you know, you, you, I mean, you're going to have going to have some die hard, you know, um, X-Plane uh, 11 um, folks out there. I mean, I, I own X-Plane 11 myself, still, still yeah. use it. You know, but when you look at the market and you look at the numbers, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be they're They're, they're definitely going to have a run for their money, you know, for sure. I mean, it, it looked beautiful. It looked good. It looked better than what we got now with 11. But yeah. again, man, I just I, I don't I don't know if that's going to be enough. I, I don't want to say one thing. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. You brought up a point earlier. Like competition always makes products better, so I want them to be successful. I do. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. just crap on them. This whole uh, oh, right that I made there before. I just me personally, I don't see what the I don't see what it would take for me to even want to load it up because I love mm-hmm. what MFS is already doing. But I do want them to be successful. If it makes the for people sure. that are already playing it happy and they can convince a couple of friends to bring it in and maybe double the player base, or whatever. And they continue to be a competitor for MFS. That's a good thing sure. for everybody, you know, because mm-hmm. whatever they do, MFS is going to have to do as well or do it better or people are going to mm-hmm. complain. So that's yep. what we're talking yeah. about. That's yep. what we're talking about. Just, again, not pitting them against one another, mm-hmm. but it still enables them to all work hard. There work you hard go. to deliver the community quality products, man. Yep. Yep. And I think you're spot on, though, Steve. Again, I was a FSX P3D guy. I only went to X-Plane um what did i i think the ortho to be honest i think ortho is what initially drew me to x-plane um because we had you know core aircrafts in fsx p3d and i still Mm -hmm. think to this day there are certain aircrafts a lot of aircrafts that are better simulated in terms of complexity in p3d than they are in x-plane for sure absolutely especially the heavies i don't own a single heavy in x-plane anymore because i just can't get with them (laughs) again no knock but they just aren't as complex as they are in p3d and fsx unfortunately Mm -hmm. but i think i was it was interesting to see that laminar you know has finally taken some um direction towards improving the weather and the clouds lord atmospheric that is x-plane because we've been preaching about this forever not we because i just i just my first i my first x-plane was x-plane 11 and that was only like oh, gotcha. two years ago i've only been on it for a couple of years and even then i don't play it all the time right i'm mostly in p3d or fs 2020 especially these mm-hmm. days but that's what folks in the x-plane community have been so crying like seven about and for eight, the longest man. like dude, seven and do eight. something about the seasons, weather engine. weather something season something yeah like it's crazy that you've got to get all these other add-ons and then when you do finally get them they kill your performance that you can't even fly the plane so it's good to see that they're finally you know paying attention to the weather and the atmospheric conditions and whatnot but i think what you brought up earlier steve was a really good point they're kind of um 
the way they go about developing for a sim is totally different from FS2020. And I think in a way detrimental to themselves. Um, and here's why I say that, because I saw, again, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but when FS2020 first came out, there were a lot of issues, obviously, that, you know, folks were complaining about. And a lot of folks from the Explain community, whether that be folks directly from Laminar or whoever, were making fun, man. I saw the threads. I saw the comments. I saw the discourse. <laughs> I saw it. So no one could claim that they didn't see it or they, they weren't. Yeah. I saw them throwing dirt and knocking fs 2020 mm-hmm. and instead of embracing kind of this new genre this new era of flight sim and saying hey what did they do that we could probably take you know and 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 do a little bit ourselves to kind of replicate again not stealing their ideas or thoughts or anything sure. like that yes not inspiration at all. but there are exactly inspiration there are items there are things that they did that the community actually likes um let's see if we can implement that and i think you know based on what i saw today they're still kind of going down their own path and there's nothing wrong with that but just be prepared for the ramifications that you know you know eventually will happen to your point steve is fs 2020 is gonna catch up hopefully and i think they will to the flight dynamics and the system um you know complexities and unfortunately, if X-Plane doesn't continue to adapt, um, you know, they're, they're going to find themselves, I think, in trouble. So yeah. that's just Mike's opinion. You know, I, not the close traffic's opinion. That's Mike's <laughs> opinion. I don't want to speak for Johnny. Well, um, that's just what I've observed and how I feel. And, uh, you know, as, as always, man, we're going to tell you straight up. We, you know, we keep it honest. Yeah. Uh, those, are, those are my opinions. And. Again, that's just coming from someone who's an, a flight sim enthusiast and really believes that we've got something valuable here. And X-Plane has always had something valuable, and yet they still continue to fall a little bit short because they continue to get in their own way rather than embrace things. I'm just... I'm, just go ahead and say it, man. Go ahead and say it. It's, 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 it's right there. I don't go know. Right, hey, rather than embrace things, man, they fight so hard to kind of go against the grain. That's all, bro. That's, yeah, that's, that's really, it. And, and, that's really and, like I, and, and like I said, and no, you're, 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 I 100% agree with you. And, you know, you can watch it. You know, you can watch some of um, some past... Uh, uh, past webinars that they've had yeah they they do you know well what about seasons well you know and they find some way to kind of you know crawfish their way out of it and you know instead of addressing the you know you know some some concerns from simmers you know they bring in this new feature or i think one of them it was like plausible scenery or something like that yeah there's nothing plausible about what i've seen out of the box in X Plane 11. And, you know, I had, matter of fact, you had to teach me how to install Ortho because <laughs> it looked that bad. Uh-huh. You know, and, and again, not saying that, you know, um, not saying that visuals or everything, but even just simple VFR flight, it was pretty difficult to do, like out of the box. It's, I mean, it, it really truly is. And, you know, I mean, we, you know, me and Mike, you know, we both own, you know, uh, X Plane, you know, I've owned them since X Plane, you know, like eight. <laughs> and um, that's they've they've always just said, hey, this is how we're doing things. 
um and however you you know however you feel about it however you feel about it and you know they you know the physics say they do a really good job of physics i've always said that the physics man you know um and um and they have their core audience that really appreciates that and that's you know and that's what's important to them which is great um but if you you know in you know instead of you know embracing the you know a newcomer you know to i'm not gonna lie man it was like we, we were we were on live support for a while <laughs> i mean it wasn't it was we were very stagnant you know especially like the mid-2000s where we were really stagnant in, yep. in the industry and you know you, you see a sobo come out of nowhere right and you know instead of embracing them it's like hey man what can we what new ideas are they you know bringing to the industry you know we're just gonna you know hey you know really not take them seriously but you know here we are x-plane 12 and it looks very similar to what they were saying in x-plane 11. yeah i mean i'm just saying so i don't know and you know like i said mike you're you know you're 100 spot on you know I'm, I'm not i'm not crapping on x-plane you know i'm just i'm just keeping it 100 i mean they're yeah. gonna have to step it up now if they're going you know one can even argue well you know the average flight simmer is not their target market uh, I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of people using P3D, you know, that you know are what government entities and you know, uh, right. you know, commercial industries are are using the heck out of P3D, you know. And I don't know, they got seasons. I mean, matter, yeah. I mean, matter of fact, I mean, you know, I could probably load up P3D now, and you know, you can see the change in the trees, and yep. we're just now getting legit trees in X Plane 12. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna leave that one alone, fellas. <laughs> I will. Uh, it's, it's true, man. It's just again, if you if saying, hey, you know, we're not gonna, you know, embrace or go down the route that FS2020 went down in terms of how we're gonna generate, you know, scenery and whatnot because it's too expensive or it's a huge undertaking for a team of our size. That's one story. But to say, no, just because we don't want to do it that way, we want to do it our own way is, is asinine to me. And they continue to have that sort of stance with almost everything they do and everything they've done throughout the years. And I think that's what's frustrating for me. It's not because they can't do it or they don't have the you know ability to do it. It's just they simply just don't want to because that's the ways other folks are doing it. And that's not the X-Plane way. Uh, and I think that's unfortunate. It really is, man. The thing really is thing that's crazy for me like i'm looking through the fs elite uh coverage and like everything that i'm mm-hmm. seeing like it just doesn't look enough man like it doesn't it doesn't even look current gen what they uh the the stuff that they're showing off it still looks like a generation behind. behind yeah they are they are because again their core focus has always kind of been the flight dynamics now they're starting to add some of the weather stuff and and the environment that folks have been asking for but it, they're still behind and in the meantime fs 2020 is going to continue to get better so they've got to raise the bar they really have to and it's one thing if you can't raise the bar because you know you you just don't have the ability to based on you know kind of the structure and the staffing and let's be honest Mm -hmm. the funds that's different but to say you're not doing it just for the sake of not doing it (laughs) doesn't make any sense to me like why not bring other folks fine even if you wanted to use the argument our core group of, of, of flight simmers, our true flight simmers, aviation mm-hmm. enthusiasts, folks that want to simulate, you know, the dynamics of an aircraft, et cetera, et cetera. Why not add other things that can draw other folks into the community 
and grow your fan base or your base and mm-hmm. slowly get folks over to, you know, kind of embracing some of the other more core values and concepts, concepts that it, that is aviation. Like, like why alienate them just because <laughs> you, you don't want to work on the weather. You don't want to add clouds. And I don't know. It just never made sense to me, man. It just never yeah. made sense to me. And me being a new person in X-Wing community, I was just like, you know, for, uh, I was taken aback when I heard some of the conversations, even from you, Johnny, like when we would talk and whatnot on why some of these things weren't in there. I was this new guy coming over from FSX and P3D <laughs> trying a new sim. And I was just like, wait, there's no seasons. Wait, I got to go get SkyMax Pro to get snow. <laughs> and not only that, I got to go get SkyMax Pro and real weather connector. And then so get the connector. With <laughs> to get snow. What? that's it's a separate just, charge it's just it's just uh, never it just never made sense to me and again i thought it was just you know maybe it's just the the, the code maybe that's just how explain yeah. is but then when i learned like no they just don't want to <laughs> oh, I, they lost tough. me there man they lost me there bro <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully this is a sign that they're going to be changing their their uh mythology so. a little bit because they did i'm um, looking over this i guess they did announce that they're going to be doing seasons some type of stuff with that so that's Hopefully that's a step in the right direction. And that's like what we were yeah. saying. The competition will force them to. Like Exactly. Your fans aren't going to, like you said, your fans aren't going to sit around and hear you say, nah, we see that other guy doing that, but we're not doing any of that. We're going to stay in 2017, you know? So, yeah. So, I mean, am I going to hop over to it? No, but I'm excited to see what they do. I, I do hope they're Absolutely. successful with whatever this, this new venture is for them. Absolutely, for sure. For sure. Oh, and which um, actually, I, I want to ask you this, Steve. So, has there been any? Um, has, is there a lot of folks that utilize that? Uh, uh, utilize the one four five with VR. Yes, oh, man. Play with VR. Yeah, are we have a VR channel on our Discord? I, I won't say it's the most active, but there. Mm-hmm. I would say there's probably at least a couple hundred people that I know who are constantly VFR. Wow. I'm sorry, VR only. Um, three of the people on our development team, so me, GB, mm-hmm. Tony, the two guys from mm-hmm. our team, all three of us are heavy VR users. And so I this one, we really we really built this one up from the ground up with like VR kind of in mind. In mind, right. Yeah, because, man, that's one of the, the worst things about MFS is when you get a new payware aircraft or something and mm-hmm. you hop in and you're like, all right, I'm ready for VR. And then you're like, right. oh, man, this stuff, it looks like a toy inside. You know? <laughs> like <laughs> when perspectives are wrong. And you really, it's so strange that you can't tell like, the pancake mode 2d like it'll look it'll be right. a perfectly fine aircraft but then you get in via mm-hmm. you know vr you're like oh yeah this ain't gonna work out and then it's it, like work. they don't have i don't do either of you guys play vr ever man i have been on the fence mm-hmm. in fact i was i was on the i was literally in the it was it was literally in the cart man i was gonna look at a vibe and i was like man I don't yeah know. it's the thing that sucks about it man is it has nothing to do with the sim like it's mm-hmm. made for for vr honestly like things look incredible mm-hmm. in there the thing that sucks is the hardware, man. Like, just yeah, it's not like a... natural at all or comfortable. <laughs> like, like you guys yeah. were talking about the icon. Like, right. you fly pancake mode for probably five, six hours before you get tired. You know, set right. a flight from here to the other side of the U.S. Go eat dinner, <laughs> come back with your own autopilot or something. But right, VR, man. Like, the longest I can do is probably like an hour before I'm like, I gotta take this really, back. really. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing a, a small computer on your head, man. Yeah, yeah that's true. Good and point. Like, um, I got mine here. I'll bring it in the screen yeah. real quick like you know like look at this thing oh, man wow. like, you gotta put this Jeez. thing on your head <laughs> that, that looks nothing like what I was yeah, you know like, <laughs> like this thing's huge wow so I must wear, run one of that no 
Yeah, so, I mean, man, it is such a great way to play, like, especially, like, you for know, sure. I'm saying I'm a space sim guy, so, like, the immersion oh, that you get from it. I'm sure. Oh, man, like, the most impressive thing for VR, like, if, if Best Buy and all those places, if they just set up mm -hmm. a flight simulator and, like, a space combat type thing, they sell mm -hmm. so many of them because it is, those cockpit experiences are the absolute it's best. It's made for them. Yeah, mm -hmm. man, like, the... You know, the walk around type shooting games and all that stuff is fun, but like mm -hmm. you start getting the VR sickness because your mind's like, yeah. you're moving, but you're really not moving. But the cockpit right. stuff, yeah. you never have that disconnect because I guess like, I don't know what the science is behind it, but it never happens. Like it just always feels yeah. good, you know, but it's the, the hardware is the limited factor, man. Like if they could do something with like sunglasses or something like that. Oh yeah, I'm like sure that, it gets smaller. Yeah, like it's, I feel like it's like five, ten years away, man. Because like the mm -hmm. the Oculus has been around for what, like five years at this point, something yeah, like that. Yeah, about five years, I think. Yeah. And the none of the hardware has really had that revision yet to where it's gotten more comfortable. To be honest, like it's, it's oh, still man. a drag. Like like I just showed you guys. Like imagine wearing that for two hours. Like you you can't. Oh. And then just the way you flight some now. Like I don't know if you guys are dedicated. Like hey. This plane ain't going down without me. Like I'm staying here the entire flight. Like, oh man, I gotta go eat. No. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta <Exactly>. work, <laughs> right? So like, you're multitasking most of the time. You know, like you Pretty put sure. the autopilot on. You go, you know, go talk to your kids, go talk to the fam, eat dinner, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You can't do that with VR. Like, so gotcha. it, it's tough, man. But yeah, they answered the question out. I ran it forever. <laughs> like a lot of people do use it for. It's cool, like especially a helicopter. You know, right. you could lean out the window real quick, look at your land an area oh, that's, man, that's cool that's that cool. yeah so like that that stuff's cool it's just the it ain't like it's fun but it's not it's not there for me yet to where i can make it my main way of playing that's the right approach. but i do know some guys man like they'll you know every now and then we'll do a group flight on the server and mm -hmm. there'll be a couple dozen folks that are vr only they people tell me they do that sim you know vr for the like complete experience nothing. and all yeah and i'm like i don't know how you guys do it like i gotta Ooh. i have to be able to look over at my second screen at a youtube video or something you know <laughs> yeah same <laughs> man that's the same like when we fly with uh who's uh disciple johnny yeah, in our group flight. I didn't even know he was, he was in VR the whole, the whole time. time. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and that was like a two, three hour group flight. I was just oh, like, man. wow, man. Yeah. That's soldier, that's man. Oh, Some man. people, they, and I don't know, man. I hear a lot of people tell me I got to build the endurance up for that. Like, I've heard mm -hmm. that a lot. Like, oh, if you do a couple three hour flights, you'll be okay. I'm like, I can't get through the first one, though, man. Like, <laughs> man, see the way it sounds like minutes. now. Like, I'm. <laughs> Right. Man, see the way it sounds like now is like you're taking a trip in the Matrix. I mean, you hold off for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> like I, when people ask me, obviously it's cool to have as an option. Like it's cool right. to have as an option. Like if you if you got it in the budget, you know you could drop the three hundred and, you know every now and then you might take a flight, but I might have ten hours total since the Sims come out in VR. Like, wow. I might. Yeah, because I I've never even tried an airliner in it because I'm like I can only do GA stuff because I want to I want to do a quick hop from like I do. Yeah. Catalina over to Long Beach or something like that. Like, I I can only do that. I can't even imagine. Yep. Like, I honestly, now that I said that, I probably need to try an airliner. I never have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hadn't either. Yeah, because yeah. um, well, I really not. And again, like again, to Mike's point, you know, I mostly you know reserve P3D for my airliner flights. But yeah, I, I have Track IR, and like I, I've even gotten away from using that man because between that yep. little thing that sits right there and then yep. bumping yep. in, oh man, I was just it's like, you pain, know what, man. Yeah. yeah, I was like, man, we should have made that sucker smaller. Yeah, see, I tell you know? people the track IR stuff, I feel like that's the happy median between like right. pancake and VR because at least then yep. it's not as bad as wearing a little computer on your head. Mm -hmm. At least you still get the immersion of, okay, I can look around, yeah, all that kind look, of stuff. Yeah, and that yeah, part's so, cool. Yeah, that's you know, probably but, the, the best thing about it is the, 
Yeah, I was. That was the point of you know getting uh, Track IR was kind of the the lead in for me into finally going VR. But Track IR took a crap on me. Gosh, one of the many um, FS twenty twenty updates ago. And I just could never get it working again. And then when I did try it again, I was just like, I don't like this thing on my head. <laughs> so I just never use it, man. It's yeah. In the cabinet somewhere. Ball you down. know, um, they, uh, the FS Elite guys, they, they put out a, I haven't tried it out myself, but I guess there's like a little phone app that you can use too that's pretty good where you don't need. Yeah, head tracking. Really? Man, yeah, I, I need... got to check that out. Yeah, I got to check too. that out. Supposedly it's legit. You use your phone and you don't wear anything and it just tracks i guess it just tracks it from a head movement standpoint but it's like it goes back to kind of your point steve like when whenever we fly mainly we're multitasking yeah like, i can't leave my phone here <laughs> for my head tracking <laughs> yeah, and i right. need to be on it or walk away with it so yeah but it, it's a cool alternative i think yeah yeah for sure for sure yo what else happened on the expo did i miss anything else mike uh there were lots of other folks there um you know that yeah, had some conversations you know around just aviation in general if i'm being honest man like that obviously you know some of the hardware and the developers that were going to be there i definitely wanted to see but like i've told you before john one of the biggest things for me was really going to network with other you know, pilots man like that's what i was really looking forward to mm-hmm. you know the the um NTSB, not that, not that we want to network with the NTSB, but yeah, you know, yeah, what, you yeah, know right, what I mean, right? right you know right, what I mean, like, right. like, like those folks. And I will walk around know. that booth, Mike. I don't know about <laughs> walking around that one. But, but just like you know, getting 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 in conversations with just some of these yeah, other sure. you know you know real world pilots and and um, you know really understanding how aviation. Sim, I'm sorry, flight sim continues to bridge that gap between, you know, flight simmers and real world aviation and kind of helps transcends, transcend those folks to really go and pursue aviation in the real world um, because of their love for flight sim. Like, that's what I really wanted to be a part of. But, Absolutely. you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely, we'll definitely, um, you know, we, we gained a lot in terms of attending virtually and seeing some of these other things. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be back for the next one for sure. Yeah, that one. You brought up a, a point, Mike, I wanted to ask you guys, actually. So, Johnny, yeah. obviously, I know you have military experience. Um, I know both of you have been pilots, but was it the flight simming came first and then the, the love for aviation? Or did the love for aviation come before the flight simming? How did that work out for each of you? I know for me, the flight simming came first. So early, like 2000, 2001 um back when you know sam's club was cool to go to and um <laughs> i was i was in sam's club with my mom and um they had a little um they had a little desktop computer displays up there and one of them always had microsoft flight simulator 98 running on it and mm. I, I every time we go we went to sam's i always had to go and play it and then finally my dad finally came out of the 1800s and bought a computer <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah i picked up a copy and uh, you know that kind of spurred my love for aviation and you know heck almost what 20 years later you know i'm still in it but yeah you know i, I think that's and i think flight sim is what segued it all for me but i know mike's was a little different yeah it's for me i've i've wanted to fly for as far back as i can remember um 
In fact, my my brother was just talking to me the other day. It was like, yo, we remember when we were like five, six years old, and you used to have uh, me as your first officer, and our cousin was the, uh, the, the <laughs> flight the flight engineer. And I was like, damn, that, that's how old we're getting, dude. That I used to simulate a flight engineer in the cockpit. <laughs> But yeah, man, like I've <laughs> I've always been into aviation and, and even though, you know, folks that I was growing up around, like my brothers and my cousins never really liked it. Like I, I made them simulate it with me, man. And, <laughs> and that was long before I even, you know, found out or got into flight simming. And then eventually I got into flight simming. And then from there, I was like, all right, I'm going to go pursue this thing. Uh, but I always wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to fly commercially. And then after high school, I, I kind of fell in love with business and finance and kind of got you know guided and mentored by folks that were in those industries and i kind of went you know let's be honest what everyone else was doing around me in terms of like you know that general career progression and kind of the love for aviation took a back seat um, but then when i really came out of it and really started to see you know all that was really aviation right it's not just about flying commercially like there's so many other things you can do with a pilot's license that's when i was like, all right i'm gonna go pursue this thing and and get the ppl but before that you know it was just like ah, i'm not gonna be a commercial pilot then forget it and i think that's truly important like if you listen to some of the other podcasts that we've had lately it's like johnny and i continuing to hammer that home like there's so much more to aviation and real world aviation at that than the commercial aspect you can do so many other things and in fact when you talk to some of these commercial pilots they'll tell you the ga flying is what's more fun oh yeah absolutely <laughs> the, the ga flying and, and and the vfr flying is, is really what's enjoyable um so that's kind of my story that's yeah cool. it, it's funny it's funny you mentioned that. i'm sorry to cut you off steve i'm gonna say this man i'm gonna let you have the floor um you know, so I was like, welcome like, on Jerry Springer or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, man, it's weird. And, and, I, and I think the reason why, Mike, because, you know, we've talked about it in the past, but, you know, I had some time to kind of think about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, that's really the only aspect of aviation that we see. You know, you may see yeah. like a commercial pilot where they're traveling or, yeah, you know, point. you may see him on TV or we all we've all watched airplane. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all we see is like, well, hey, you know, that's aviation. That's what I'm going to do. Right. And then, you know, because I've had man, was some folks I went to flight school with and, um, you know, they they got into flight school and they're like, man, this ain't for me. You know, before <laughs> you. Yeah. Before they even got before they even got past the PPL. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's you know, it's it's uh, you, you got to look at it from a holistic perspective, you know, yeah. when we you know when we talk about aviation. But. I'm going to shut up now. I'm sorry, Steve. Here you go. <laughs> oh, no. no. I, hey, no, I, I was glad that you guys read it because I've actually, I'm on the cusp, like, and that's why I talk about with MFS being kind of like that gateway. I, don't, mm-hmm. I won't say gateway drug, but being that gateway to <laughs> <laughs> like I, Like me, I've always been a fan of aviation, but it hasn't been until MFS 20 when I've actually invested in the hardware for it and everything. I'm like, man, I, oh, wow. I actually have started thinking about Maybe I should go out there and start this uh, PPL journey. Like I never would oh, want to do yeah, it commercially, it, but but especially yeah. where I live at, man. Like in Florida, there's so many CFIs and oh, stuff around. Yeah. I see people on like I'm in a couple of aviation Facebook groups. People are like, yeah, man, mm-hmm. just pay for my gas. You can come up and fly with me any you know anytime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so, I'm like yeah. you know I, I've been thinking about it, but it's mm-hmm. 
it's what you guys really just said. Like, there's so much more to it than just the commercial, like, doing it for a living. Oh, yeah. There's so much you could do yep. just for fun, you know? Like, so I, I have been thinking about it. I just, like I was telling Mike before we started, <laughs> you will not see me on a Discovery flight for a helicopter, though. <laughs> that is uh, never that. <laughs> never. Man, I know my, my experiences with helicopters, you know, I think we, we were romanticized, the, uh, you know, uh, you know military aircraft but man i'm gonna tell you when that thing they're <laughs> naked on the inside you see okay. in the hydraulic lines craps vibrate <laughs> you know it stinks like <laughs> you know it's it's it was it was i mean you, man you you love seeing them but man it's it's uh yeah i i it never really you know i i love i i like them you know i appreciate yeah. you know the technology behind them but do i need to fly them nah i'm good yeah, I'm good, definitely. man. I got, I got options, man. If I lose an engine and the one thing, like you know, don't worry, Steve. I got you, bro. We can make this thing work, man. But hell, ah, oh, man. I don't know, man. We're just kind of rolling the dice, you know. It's kind of. It's been nice knowing you, brother. That's it. Yeah, That's man. It. You know, one last high five, man. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, you should definitely do it, Steve. Especially sure. getting in Florida. There's so many flight schools, beautiful flight flying clubs, down there. CFIs, beautiful, gorgeous flying down there. There's so many. I would, yeah. gosh, that's like one of the things that I would love to move to Florida for, like the aviation community. Don't get me wrong. It's great in SoCal. Yeah, it's great in Texas, Florida. Johnny will tell you. But it's strong in Drawing Florida. Florida. Like, it's legit <laughs> in Florida. Yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. So you should, you should definitely go do it. What do you guys use for your home airports that you fly out of? I'm out of El Monte. Mm-hmm. Uh, soon to be cable, but that's a story for another show. <laughs> for another show. <laughs> for another show. But yeah, cable airport, El Monte airport. Yeah, I'm a airport. They're just about ooh, 25 20 or so uh, east of LAX. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've seen pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, not too far from me. I'm out of Mesquite, so that's about, that's about 20 minutes from me. Oh, okay. So it's just not too far. Nice little class D field. That was out of a controlled airport. But man, I'm going to tell you, you start getting <laughs> rusty on your radio work, man, especially <laughs> on Saturdays when nobody's calling crap. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, it's like VATSIM in real world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncontrolled. So I got, I got under some class D, man. I'm, I've been having a blast with it. But I, I tell you, Steve, once you get up there, man, you know, it's, You'll find out real quick. It's like, man, it's so much easier to fly an airplane in <laughs> the real world than it is. In oh, uh-huh. See, that's the problem I have with um, MFS-20. I'm not this specific about it, but like sometimes when you're trying to do something, you know, maneuver-wise mm-hmm. or avionics-wise, and you're like, is this broken in the sim or is this how it is in real life? You know, like, <laughs> man, sometimes, sometimes that happens, man. I'm like, I don't even yeah. know. I don't even know. <laughs> you guys know. John... Johnny and I were talking about it the other day, especially since the latest update. We can't get that 172 to trim to save its or our lives. <laughs> like Literally. it just—I don't know what happened, what they did, but it, trust me, it's not that hard to fly. Uh, I'm really telling you, man. Because you gotta think, man. Those, especially training aircraft like the 172, they're designed for stable they fly flight. themselves, man. You know, and you trim it out. I mean, you yeah. touch, you touch the trim wheel a couple times, and I've flown. 150 mile, 200 mile cross countries and with two fingers. Yep. You know, I mean, or they're knee. just or a knee. <laughs> you what know. Do you, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, I was gonna say, uh, what do you guys each fly? 
So I'm in a 172 um, NMRP, depending on the day. And um, I think Mike's trying to get in a diamond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having some issues with uh, the current flight club that I've been going to. So yeah. I've actually, I did, I did a checkout on Monday at another one. So I'm going to be starting to fly there, I think, more often. Uh, for me, it's the 172 Papa or... Um, I did the checkout there in the, I think it was the end, mm-hmm. the end model. Yeah, model. One with 40 degrees of flaps versus the 30. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was the end. Yeah. It's so interesting how like different they are. Cause that was my first time flying anything other than a P model. Oh, and man. it felt a lot, it was weird. It was quirky. It felt a lot more stable, mm-hmm. which it was lighter, much lighter. Um, I think Johnny was talking about probably most likely it's the block, right? So it's a lighter block, 20 horsepower, 20 horsepower or less. I think mm-hmm. the P model is flying has one, you know, 180. This one was only 160. It felt a lot more stable and a lot lighter. She floated and floated and floated. <laughs> I pulled power. She did not want to come down. It took me to like the third time around the pattern to really figure out what she oh, truly wanted versus the P model. You cut that power, that thing is coming down hard. Yeah. Go watch some of my videos. <laughs> that thing, that thing comes down hard. So they 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 vary between models for sure. I didn't realize they varied that drastically. But at the end of the day, they're ultimately they're training aircraft. They're a lot stable and uh, compared to some of your other things out there. And I was really looking forward to the diamond, but we'll see. Maybe yeah, that's once down you, the line. Once you get into them, and you know, and, uh, and Mike, especially now, he's flying a lot more variations. You know, he's noticing the subtle differences between. Because got to think, I think the one seventy two line is like it's, it's a long running line. I mean, it's linear. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of improvements that were made, you know, over the years. And then also, especially if you're running there, a lot of times the owners will Mm. add pods. So, you know, it may be wingtip extensions. It may be something with the exhaust, a little more power, you know, there's stole kits. I mean, just like with cars, there's, you know, there's like a myriad of modifications you can get on those things. But for the most part, I mean, once you, you know, if you're going from like, uh, M to an N wall or something like that. You really need like a couple turns in the pattern. You're like, oh, okay, you know, I, I, I get it. But you know, as far as what we what we're seeing in the sim, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's just nothing. It seemed like to me like the first iteration of that 172 was the uh, best. What was probably the best, but it was funny. Uh, I, I was kind of thinking, you know, I was flying uh, a couple weekends ago, and I was like, man, this is. I haven't flown anything new since I was in flight training. Like they had the R models and they had the SPs. Like your club? Yeah. When I nice. No. Oh, at uh, your training. Yeah, when you were training. training. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And there, man, they were nice. And that got spoiled, y'all. Like (laughs) three axis autopilot. You know, trim wheel. Like basically, what you see in the sim. Yeah. Right. Nine times out of ten, you're you're not renting that. Oh yeah, nine yeah, times yeah. out of ten, uh, these all steam, price. right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I, I think what we got in the sim, this will probably depend on where you're at. It's probably like 180 an hour wet. Yeah, the the very first club I went to when I came out here, that's what I was flying the G1000s SP models and whatnot. They were like 190 wet. Yep. 
Yeah, so they, they're definitely a lot more expensive, but those are like your 03s, 04s, 05s. They were yeah, new, man. Yeah, man. With new. regular car seat belts. So <laughs> yeah, nice. man. Just clip it now, in. Now I got to get the slap belt. And <laughs> yeah, you got to clip from it in. If it's not broke. If it's not broke, exactly. <laughs> but that's, a, um, that's an interesting thing, though. So I always hear this from a lot of the sim pilots. Well, um, mm-hmm. like I, I put a little feedback out a request one time and said, do you guys want steam gauges or glass? And overwhelmingly, a lot of people are like, I want steam. Is it the same way in real life too? Do you feel like you're more connected to it when you have the steam versus the glass or? <coughs> I never understood it. Maybe because, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm kind of new in the game, right? And I trained on both steam gauges as well as glass cockpits, but most of my time was steam gauges. And maybe because I have a lot of experience in the sim with glass cockpit, I never understood this. It's not just in the flight sim community. It's in the real world community as well. Mm. There is this knock against glass cockpit for the life of me that I can't figure out why. It's the same thing with EFBs as well, electronic Mm -hmm. flight bags. There are folks out to this day. There are folks out there that despise the four flights, the Garmin's, the G1000's and swear up and down that if you don't fly a steam gauge you're not a pilot maybe not to that degree but they no, hate not them to that, that much degree, yeah. they hate yeah. them that much and i never understood it i never understood when you can have something that can aid and help you with additional situational awareness and kind of take the load off of you as a pilot why you would knock that stuff i understand being concerned around being overly dependent on it that's a different case. That's a different scenario. That's a different story. But to knock it just never made any sense to me. If you have a preference, that's one thing. But don't knock it. And, it, and to answer your question, Steve, it's present in both the the uh, sim community as well as the rural aviation community. They 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 load them for, for whatever reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever reason. For sure. But when you but when you look at it, you know, from a from a wider angle, at the end of the day, you're still getting the same information. It's just in yeah. a it's just in a compressed, more palatable way. Yep. And, and and I think the biggest reason why, and then there are a lot of old heads in the game, and like trust me, you know, uh, that that despise. Like I just recently went to EFBs two three years ago. Uh, from paper charts, paper approach plates, and all that, and um, and reason why it's because for the longest that's what I was comfortable with. Like I, I cut my teeth, you know, in like '03, I think, and there was nothing of the sort regarding, you know, I think G1000 is just kind of creeping its way in in the game, but I mean there was there was none of my uh, in my school, so everything was, you know, with steam. I mean you had uh, I think uh, you know your 430s, 530s here and there. Um, but you, you learn to appreciate it once you once you start finally getting you know introduced to the technology, you start really to you start to really appreciate for what it is, especially you know um, when you start going into higher levels of flying, you know whether it's mm-hmm. instrument rating. Lord have mercy, man! If I had that working on my ticket, if I had a oh G one thousand working on my uh, working on my instrument ticket, man, it'd be good. Man, it'd be, those it'd scans be on six pack. Oh man, <laughs> your, your eyes, man, are like this by the time. You're... <laughs> I mean, it's you know, but you know, you you know, just like thinking else, you learn to adapt, right? But you know, once you you know, when you know, here goes you know, G one thousand, whatever. For example, I pick on the G one thousand because I've, I've messed with a couple of times, but um, you know, all that your your skin changes. You know, there's really nothing 
drastic happening. Your scan changes, and you just have to un understand some functionality, some of the limitations that it has. And but at the end of the day, you're still getting the same info. But yeah, I mean, there's still guys. I mean, there's guys I talk to on a daily basis that still have this. And you know, I and I think sometimes it more or less, you know, there a lot of us tends to be, you know, we we tend to be kind of. Um, resistant to change, mm -hmm. so to speak, because you know I'll have to learn something completely new and this and this and that, and you know, um, and I, 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 I and I tell them all the time, I just just don't just just try it, you know, just go up, you know, shoot a couple approaches, fly a hold, and have something. You don't have to put your thumb on your DG to figure out how what kind of entry your hold's going to be. You got to do none of that. <laughs> so I mean, you just fly the flight director yeah you know and i you know i guess you know it was a long way of answering your question you know like saying it's the you know, same thing to mike's point i mean you you, you hear it on on both sides but yeah. you know really man heck whatever whatever I, I know as far as what i prefer whatever whatever i can get in front of me for cheap exactly <laughs> i'm the same way man it yeah. doesn't matter you know? to me it's just whatever's cheap hey man you can give me an ipad on works. there yeah <laughs> You know, just yep. stick an iPad on the dash, man. Yeah, and heck, I'll fly that. You know, which I think there's, uh, there's, uh, oh, yeah. it's under the experimental class. Yeah. But there's, there's like a dock. There's a panel, mm -hmm. and there's a dock. You dock your iPad in there, and oh, that's your. A lot panel. of folks, a lot of folks have been doing that. Oh yeah, yes, I would. Way cheaper than a G1000. Way cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few of those. Um, there's man, what the hell is this company called? Uh, is it Bevel who does the bomb or whatever? Like they, um, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few of those little yeah. add-ons. I watched so it's funny. I'm not a pilot, but I watched so much like pilot content. Like, oh man, crazy! Yeah, man. You cut your yeah. teeth, man. That's what makes teeth, yeah. when you finally get into your training. Like, it makes you be able to correlate things a lot quicker, and ultimately saves you time and money, and money. down the road. So, I gotta pick your brains about one more thing. Sure, sure, sure. man. So, um, this is good for you guys. Do you guys mostly fly solo just for yourselves or do you have you guys all taken your families up and done that type of thing taking their friends out? What's that look like for you? I've taken them up but it's mainly been solo for me. Um, they're into it but not as much as, as I am yeah. to be honest man. No one it, it takes a lot for folks to get used to getting inside of a small plane. Like yeah, let's that. be honest it's, um, it's a different experience. Like you truly have to love it to like really be comfortable or really understand right that there really isn't a difference between that and your commercial plane that's getting out there besides obviously you know the level of complexity that and the redundant systems that are in those airliners but like at its core what is is flight right you've got mm -hmm. your you know lift drag thrust and, and weight and it's the same application across both so mm -hmm. but for folks it's just like i'm not getting that little rinky dinky <laughs> thing with you so mm -hmm. uh so for mo mostly for me it's it's been solo and that's fine i'm, I'm good with that that's Man, my I'm, time up there yeah. alone especially with the socal traffic but for the most part alone <laughs> and um you for know just part. doing my thing yeah yeah, I know for me, I know my, my wife, she, she's gone up me once in 12 years we've been married and that's, that was, she was good with that, you know, <laughs> but I, I think I kind of, in my, in her defense, I think I kind of messed it up because like our, when we, our first date, I took her up, 
you know, middle of the summer Mississippi. This guy. You know. Casanova um, here. Right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, it was just my fault. You know, I didn't think much of it. It was like 12 o'clock noon. It was hot. Thermals everywhere. Oh, I mean, my God. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Yeah, man, it was like buzzers just kind of hovering, right? I mean, you knew it, it, it was just horrible, and we just got rocked around that day, man. And, um, you know, she was already, you know, it's not too with the motion sickness and all that. And, yeah, so, I mean, I think I kind of, you know, did myself in on that one, which, you know, again, that's cool with me, man. That's my personal time. My kids, my kids will go up from time to time, but, you know, mostly it's a Series X, so... You know, it's kind of, you know, it tends to occupy their time, but if they catch me while I'm out, they'll they'll jump on. But you know, when I was in, when I was when I was young, you know, back in my day, uh, man, we used to Wyoming, Colorado, man, we used to send it in those one seventy twos, and then uh, really, yeah, and uh, wow. man, we used to set up like a little because we were building time, you know, mm, and that's true. You know, we'll all take turns and, you know, set up our flight plans or whatever. I'm going to tell you, you know, from Arizona to Wyoming, trying to dissect that, get all that set up with paper charts. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, and, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a blast, man. Henderson, Nevada, I go to the casinos and, oh, man. That's cool. I remember the days. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, we used to send it back then, man, but. Yeah, for the most part now, it's more or less just kind of getting up and decompressing a little bit. Yeah. You uh, you mentioned real quick your son. Do you guys, uh, have you flown together in flight sim? Um, yeah, actually. Actually, yeah, he'll he'll get there on the Xbox and, you know, I'll be in here. And, yeah, actually, I took up to, I, I, I got him in the Icon because I know it's the slowest thing pretty much in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, he has a ball with it. Cause I'm, I was actually kind of looking at the hardware for the, you know, the um, hardware releases from Nexpo because I was kind of, you know, curious to see what we can get him in, you know. To, Just 379 brother. That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for uh, for the low, low price of 379 you too can, yeah. <laughs> but, Has he yeah, gotten man. any interest in uh, pursuing when he gets of age uh, his pilot license? Uh, he's, he's still, he's, he's 11, so he's still yeah. kind of trying to find it. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. He, that he, makes sense. He's entertained the idea about taking lessons, man, but you, you, you you know how kids are, you know. Yeah. Kind of, kind of wait and see, you know. That's kind of wait and see. But yeah, guys, um, man, it was good lord. Where are we at? Hour and thirty. Oh, oh shoot! Hour and three. Lord <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> sorry, I ran yeah. out of sleep today. <laughs> no, no, man, no man. at all. Dude, this is no. this is what this is for, man. We're three weeks in the making, Steve. Three exactly. weeks. Exactly. Yeah, I know we had a lot happen. of like reschedules and cancellations. <laughs> Apologies on that, man. But you know, thanks for sticking in there and Heck finally no. getting on with us, man. You folks listening, uh, if you don't know High Performance Group. Then I don't know where you've been. No, just don't kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, especially by FS2020 folks, you guys know who they are, man. High performance group. Definitely go check out a lot of the freeware mods. I need to go get my hands on that boosted <laughs> Icon A5. Send it, bro. Go check it out. You've got lots of different things here on the Flight Sim.2, um, including the uh, 135 helicopter project. Um, but uh, first and foremost, that 145 luxury uh, civilian and military, right? Bundle. 
uh, is set to come out here soon. I think you already can uh, have an early access purchase, mm -hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, go check out the High Performance Group's website, and you can find a bunch of different information um, associated with the release of that uh, Airbus H145. I will definitely be grabbing it, even as a helicopter, <laughs> not as a helicopter guy. This thing looks legit. I mean, this, uh, who does your like your 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 cinematography and your promo? Man, man. this thing's all awesome, chain, bro. Is it you for real? <laughs> 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 I, do a, I do a little something, something. So um, I didn't, I didn't mention nice. it at the open, but yeah, I am um, actually. I used to be a content creator, like as a hobby. So, wow. like, which is like it's just a weird intersection of how everything kind of ended up for us all to work together. Like I said, you know, gotcha. yeah. I was modding, I was doing videos, Dave was doing what? stuff on his side. So wow. yeah, I really, um, I don't do it anymore. Like, um, mm -hmm. cause I have a thing, like we were talking earlier, I own every payword, but I don't do the reviews because you know, people might yeah. think there's some type of bias there or something. So I don't right, right. So I enjoy them privately, but yeah, you know, I, I do all of our videos and stuff. Nice man, nice man. But yeah, you guys go check it out. We'll put obviously all the links and all that good oh, stuff yeah. in the description. Uh, we are recording this on Saturday, the twenty fifth. Uh, it is flights and expo going on right now as we speak. I think they just wrapped up day two. Again, for you folks that are there, uh, again, unfortunately, weren't able to come out and meet you guys in person. But uh, we'll definitely be out there next year, man. I just wish there were more flights and uh, events throughout the year. Uh, but hey as we continue to grow this community like we said you know some of the things that we've mentioned these things can continue to happen and maybe we'll get more than you know the opportunity to get folks together more than just once a year with fs expo man so let's continue to definitely grow the community continue to get involved you know thankful for people like high performance group that continues sure. to produce things for you know fs 2020 man it's just um again it wouldn't be possible without developers content creators and obviously the community so uh steve we appreciate you for coming on man you got any uh parting words for the we like to call them the people <laughs> no just uh thank you guys for having me on man i had a blast love the podcast you guys are doing great work keep it up for thank the community you. we need we need more people like you guys too you know um there's a lot of youtubers there's a lot of twitchers but we don't have enough podcasts man like i i'm a huge podcast that. guy because i got a long commute to work so i love you know just put something <laughs> on the background while i'm driving so yeah you guys are doing a great job keep it up thank you we absolutely. appreciate that man. absolutely i gotta say one more thing though guys the thing floats the h14 the thing floats remember the, like the little floats come out like the little emergency oh, yeah, floats. floats yeah man the say what floats. Yeah, yeah, bro. So, you sleep, Mike. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's oh, a uh, right. that's a big thing. You know what? What actually kind of got us into that? Like uh, you were talking about Key West, like, and I saw there's a lot of helicopter tours down there. And I was like, really? I, I would never think. Really? But, yeah, but the wow. people that do them though, they have the floats because you gotta. I guess like there's a certain just like with aircraft, if you are going yeah, over like, uh, yeah, over for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So like that was one. I was like, we gotta have that in the luxury variant. The the whole idea is Ooh. each of these variants will have some type of special thing to it you know so that's the one for the luxury is having those emergency oh, floats there gotcha wow Man, i'm sorry i just had to get that out of the way <laughs> yeah i'm definitely wow. grabbing Thank this you. i need to go <laughs> find the 135 some more like i said i downloaded it because it was cool and i you know i took it around but i gotta, I gotta get back in there try it out man. There. for sure yeah. for sure Woo, that's awesome oh, johnny man. what you got to say man 
Man, I Johnny, said, guys, just so y'all know, Johnny <laughs> came flying in the studio, man. Man, broke. What? Drove straight across Mississippi oh my gosh, back to man. Texas. <laughs> Broke all kinds of laws, guys, just to get to (laughs) All kinds of laws. Matter of fact, Smokies are still on on my tail now. Oh, man. I can't believe you did it, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Dig us up. That is a drive. Yeah, Yeah, man. It had to, man. How many hours was that? Uh, That's about six and a half. Ooh, that's like going up to San Francisco. Oh, Mike, my God. He was speeding, Mike. That ain't supposed to be a six hour drive. <laughs> that's supposed to be like eight, oh. nine, man. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah, that's, a, that's man, about man. six and a half, man. Wow. Yeah, but I had to make this happen, man. Like I said, me and Steve, we've been we've been in the background trying to set this up forever, man. I'm like, you know what? I was like, hey, Mike, man. Hey, can you bring him in until I'm, 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 I'm on my way? I'm getting ready to leave this thing without you, man. And then you booted me off and took over. <laughs> Get out of the way. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mike, uh, Steve, man, of course, Steve, you, you know, this platform is always open to you. Thank you. You know, sir. so, you know, you got some, you know, have something new you want to drop. You know, like I said, we're, you know, our door is open, my friend. So, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely, definitely more than welcome back for sure. And um, man, um, like I said, other than that, guys, I don't have anything. Mike, man, when, when, when's your next stream, brother? Oh, dude, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if folks gonna see me for a while, bro. I just work's been killing me. I'm gonna be straight up honest. You know, I'll be here, man. We'll be in the background. The background. As we like to say. We like to say. And we all know it's a cop out. Like we're in the background. <laughs> in the background. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's sometimes it's legit, it's man. Legit, like man. these folks. I'm on the West Coast, man. I I really do feel bad because a lot of these folks, you know, I love to, to get in their streams and see. Oh. Man, yeah. but they start like four or five o'clock you know eastern uh, i'm that's the middle of the day for me man so i, I gotta yeah. be in the background gotta be in the background <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm in meetings still but yeah you know, i try to catch folks here and there so well, you guys sure. out there you guys know who you are my content creators fellow content creators you guys keep sending it man keep oh yeah thing. oh yeah my brothers Love and sisters out there for sure for sure oh mr steve man again you know uh thank you for coming on uh, definitely appreciate you coming in, and uh, man, keep keep those helis going, man. Well, so we, yes, we need them. I suck at them, but I love trying to find. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, other than that, y'all, uh, you guys out there, uh, definitely check out High Performance. We'll uh, give all the links and the uh, socials in the uh, description. But till next time, guys, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you. We'll see you.